I'm Kyle Mylan, and after 20 years in manufacturing, nobody knows more than me about industrial marketing and technical sales. On today's show, you've got questions, and I'm here to answer them. Do you work with companies that distribute or resell industrial products? How is the marketing different than other verticals? So we do work with distribution companies. Um, We have in the past, and we currently do have distribution companies that are clients at MFG Tribe. If you're reselling stuff, you don't have control over the specific brand, right? So if you're distributing other people's products, other people's services, reselling stuff that they do, whether you're reselling software or industrial uh, services or things like that, you can't control that company's own brand. You can't control the colors. You can't control the content that they produce. But what it does leave you to do is be the expert in your space for whatever it is that you're distributing. So you can still create all of your own content. You can still write articles. You can still shoot a ton of video. I would say that distributors have the advantage because you're distributing from multiple companies. You have a wide range, even if they're services, even if they're like SaaS products and software, you have a wide range of things that you can shoot because you have multiple brands. So you're not pigeonholed into this is my manufacturing service. I do machining, I do ejection molding, something like that. And you're just pigeonholed into only shooting content about that or your company brand. You can be like, hey, today on Mondays, we're going to talk about this software. On Tuesdays, I'm going to talk about this other brand. You can split it up. You can go live multiple times a week. You can create five new videos a week, but just focusing on different brands. I think that the distribution companies possibilities of creating content are far greater than a, let's say, traditional manufacturing or industrial company. But as far as the overall strategy, you still need to focus on the areas that matter, the areas that count. So you need to be making sure that your website, your SEO is getting those people that you want to be found to you. You still need to focus on email marketing as an aspect. You still need to be doing cold calls. You still need to be creating content distributed out through social on LinkedIn, the specific execution is still the same. It's industrial, it's manufacturing. This is what works, this is what doesn't work. Still do that, but your your creativity behind it, the, the ceiling's the limit or the sky's the limit. There really is no limit to what you can do. Um, I would love to work with a company where we had complete control over that creative because there's so many things that we would bring to the table to be able to say, we're going to focus on different brands in different weeks. We're going to create campaigns around different brands, understanding what do you have territory locks? Do you have territory restraints? Is there, you know, how do you get your leads? Things like that. How do we blow this out to where you are the single source for all of these electrical products, industrial products, services, uh, software to support manufacturing companies, engineering software, things like that. I would love to work with a company like that. How much communication should sales and marketing have at an industrial company? Sales and marketing should be talking consistently and really be focusing together on the same strategy. I've had two calls in the last week where I specifically talked to prospects about this. Us as a marketing agency, our goal is to increase revenue, right? And we do it by using methods of marketing traditionally. That gets brand awareness out there. It brings new people into the pipeline. It creates marketing qualified leads or MQLs. But the real goal is you want to get into sales qualified leads or SQLs. The only way to do that is for us is we want to work with the sales team. I want to talk to the department head of sales. I want to go through it. I want to make sure that they any issues that they have, any problems that they face, 
that we can overcome those with a marketing thing. I want to talk to their sales team. I want to make sure that the salespeople aren't handle, having objections. What does their pitch look like? What does their presentation look like? How are, if they're pitching on the phone, what's their script? How are they going about it? I want to go through all of that stuff with them to make sure that from our standpoint, what we're doing with marketing is impacting sales as much as possible. Because at the end of the day, we can show vanity metrics. I literally said this on a call with a potential customer that we're closing today. Impressions and links tracked and open rates and new traffic to the website. Those are all cool. Those are vanity metrics. At the end of the day, what industrial companies really care about is did you help us close more business? Did our revenue increase once we started working with you? And I feel like the only way for somebody to do that as an agency is we have to be integrated with sales and have those lines of communication open as much as possible. I have prospects that showed a lot of interest in working with my company, but now they're ghosting me. What did I do wrong? So if people are, are ghosting you, what you could do is, I would say maybe you didn't ask all the questions that you needed to ask in the upfront. Like, did you ask them, what point are you guys looking to make a transition? What point are you looking to make a decision on whatever it is, whether it's a SaaS product, whether it is transferring business, machining, injection molding, whatever it is. Did you ask them that question? Because you want to understand the timeline. Because if they're like, yeah, you know, we're just looking around. Really for us to make a decision is three, four, five months out. That you want to go into it knowing that, that you're not, if you follow up a week later, they're not going to respond to you. They already told you the timeline of when they, they are going to make the decision. If they say that their decision was in the next 30 days, did you do a good enough job providing enough value? Now, I will say that sometimes people just aren't being followed up on. You can follow up with them, with them and they're just like, yeah, I see it, but they're not responding to you because they don't really have a need. They don't have a question. They don't have an update. And you would hope that most people would be like, hey, thanks for following up. I don't have any updates right now, but give me a week or so and I'll get back to you. You'd hope people would do that. Most of the time they don't though. So you want to keep on going about it. But unless you understand the timeline, you might not know. Like if you didn't ask that question, you don't know how frequently you should follow up. So you have to ask that question in the initial conversation. You have to ask them, what is the timeline for them to make a decision for whatever it is? But did you provide enough value in your presentation, in your conversation with them to gain their interest. Let's say they're talking to three other shops, four other shops, they're talking to two other companies. Do you feel like you've provided enough value? And how do you provide value? You have to ask questions to make sure you understand their problem and then offer a solution. Explain why your solution is better than the competition solution. Explain why you guys are better as a supplier or as a company to them. And then on that first call, you need to set the expectations of the follow-up. You need to ask questions like, hey, I appreciate you taking the time with me. One last question that I have is, when is it that you guys are going to be making a decision? Or what, what's the time frame on this? Is this something that you're looking to make a change in the next one to two months? Or is this something that is three to four months out, six months plus? Let them respond to the answer. Okay, perfect. Thank you for providing me with that information. I want to set the follow-up now. So what does your schedule look like if we have a quick 15-minute call in a week or in two weeks? Do that. Set them the next meeting, set the next expectations while you're on the first call. Get them to look at their calendar. You've got your calendar up and then send them the invitation while you're on the call or shortly after the call to make sure. And you may say, oh, what if they accepted it, but then they ghost you. At least it's on their calendar. At least they know that you're trying. You're building enough value to set that expectation. So if somebody says to us, hey, you know, get, we're going to reach out to you a week. Okay, if I send you a follow-up email or give you a call in a week, or if I don't hear from you in a week, are you, are you okay if I follow up with you in 10 days from there? Let them know that you're already going to be pounding them. I understand that your time is like, you got a lot of things on your plate. You're super busy as a whatever position, but I just don't want to keep following up and bugging you. Put it on yourself. I don't want to keep following up and bugging you and annoying you if 
you're not ready to make a decision or if you're not ready to move to the next step. So set all of that in the first meeting. A lot of times people don't do that and they're just like, okay, thanks. Well, we'll look for an email from you or I'll follow up with you in a couple of weeks and they do that and nothing happens. So make sure that you're asking the questions, setting the follow-up in the first conversation to lock them in as much as possible. As always, we go live twice a week. Mondays is typically Q&A. Wednesdays is all about technical sales or industrial marketing. And leave us some reviews and comments because it really helps us keep pushing for more content. So as always, guys, we will see you on the next one. Well, that's it for this episode. If you got value out of it, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with one person you know. And if you can, leave me a review because it really helps me out. If you want to check out my other content, go over to YouTube. I've got a channel over there as well as find me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook under my name, Kyle Mylan. I will see you on the next one.